Well, have we been recording? No. no. Oh. But we did record that. Okay. Hello, guys. Welcome to the next uh, second episode of the TetraCast RPG Sites monthly podcast. Uh, my name is Zach Reese. I'm the host. Joining us today is, of course, Dave Kreinberg. Yo. S- Simon Chun. Yo. And Aaron Van Dyne. Hello. Dyne. Dying? Dying? Or dying? Evan Van Dyne. Alright, so I want to clear something up that we forgot to do last time on our first podcast. Something I, it's a pretty big mistake. We didn't really introduce ourselves, so unless you've been on the site for a while or you've seen us on other channels, uh, you wouldn't know us. So, I just want to get that out of the way. So, uh, let's just go around and sort of, you guys can introduce yourselves, talk about what you do on the site, and I don't know what you do for hobbies. So, uh, Aaron, you can go first. Uh, my name is Aaron Van Dyne. I'm the senior U.S. editor for RPG Site, as well as the editor in chief and owner of Nova Crystallis. Um, I guess in terms of hobbies, I obviously like to play video games, watch anime, oh. um, Japanese culture, reading, writing, uh, and drawing. All right, that's enough out of you. All right, next, David. All right, I am David Kreinberg. I'm also an editor on RPG Site. Not as cool as Aaron, though. Uh, let's see, hobbies. I also like anime, manga, video games. I like skiing, but I haven't gone in a while because I gained a lot of weight. And then, uh. Maybe you should ski more. Maybe you should. Yeah. Then I'd I'd lose weight. Ski off the weight. Okay, get to Simon. (laughs) Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, my name is Simon, I am uh, the associate editor at RPG site, I've been there for like a year or so, <laughs> and uh, yeah, my, hobbies yourself. Include... That's good. <laughs> my, my hobbies include uh, building com- uh, computers, programming, drawing, uh, gaming, watching anime, reading manga, sort of like these guys, except more <clears throat> on the techie side. The techie you side. know, it's actually manga and not manga. Excuse okay. us? I'm sorry. Excuse I'm sorry. us? You want me to say manhua instead, because that's essentially <laughs> no. what we call it in my no. Anyway, no one pays attention no. to your country. Uh, How? Lately. My country oh. makes some of the best tech in the world, dude. Come on, man. <sighs> but you said you get. Never mind. <laughs> All right. We'll go, that later. we'll go into that later. Well, fine. And my name is Zach Reese. I hate video games, but why did I join this side? I don't know. So I also yeah. like anime because everyone here is otaku. It's great. Otaku. And I also. Oh, yeah, I didn't even introduce what I do. I, I'm just the editor. I don't have any fancy other title. I'm no associate. I'm no senior. I'm just an editor. Why do you guys listen to me? I don't know. But I've been here since 2006. Because I'm going to date myself as well. I don't know. That's about all I got. So, all right, great. So, anyway, let's move it on. Now that we've got the introduction, introdu- intra- introductions, introductions out of the a problem there, Zach? <laughs> I swallowed my lips. So what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about a few different topics, but really, now that it's May, we're just six weeks away from E3, so we figured we might as well just take the time to talk about the biggest news of the year, which is the next consoles. The Wii U has already been out since November, last I checked. Wait, that's not a next-gen console. That's not a next-gen console, but we will go from there. We'll just base off of that. That's like a screenboard. Uh, you guys are going to get crucified. Oh, by come on. Internet. It's okay. I don't care. I wasn't being serious. I, You know, from a technological standpoint, it is. 
It is the next gen console. Oh, technically, it's just, yes. technically, it's not. Actually, it's I would say hey, you're the tech from guy. a technological standpoint, it's not, but technically, oh. it actually is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, backwards. Yeah, backwards. Backwards. Yeah. Bye-bye. Come on, Simon. You're the tech guy. You're from uh, Korea. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Right, so <laughs> you know, my computer is like 20 times better than the Wii U. So. Oh, let's not let's not go there. That's not exactly yeah. hard though. Of words there. All right, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about PlayStation Four, which got announced a couple months ago. It's been a long time. It feels like it's been forever. If you've been on the internet, and of course, in a couple, in a few weeks, in I don't know, Swatch time, it's about two thousand clicks. I don't know what it is. Two thousand beats. Um, it's going to be the Microsoft Xbox Infinite. I guess it might Xbox be called. Xbox, Durango 8. Inquisition? So that's... Xbox Inquisition? Inquisition? That'd be fun. Wouldn't that be a great title? <laughs> they just bust out the door Xbox. and just start taking you out to the gallows. All right, so... Xbox Holocaust. Great. I, oh, wow. <laughs> it's okay, guys. He's Jewish. It's fine. I'm Jewish. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> okay. All right, so we'll talk. let's talk about the next console. So, guys, uh, anybody here have a Wii U? I do. You do? How do you yeah. like your Wii U? How are you disliking your Wii U? That's the real question. I like it. I just wish there were games on it. <laughs> wish there were games? Like what games? I should well, stop. Right now I got Super Mario Bros. U, and that's it. How are you liking your RPGs? Yeah. <laughs> ah, your smorgasbord of RPGs. That's right. Wait, Monster Hunter came yeah, out. Yeah, an RPG side. Monster Hunter came out. Mass Effect 3 came Monster out. Hunter. Yeah. There's also Monster Hunter. There's Monster Hunter. There's Mass Effect. Oh, yeah. And uh, Monster Hunter... Deus Sex, Human uh, Revolutions. That's not out yet. Not that's out coming yet. out. That's you coming know, out in 2014. Deus Sex isn't out yet, but you know what? Yeah, I thought that was next just, month or something. Oh, it's next month, isn't it? Just for yeah. the PC version. And but exclusive that's all you need direct to know. cut content. Hey, but well, I heard... They're going to redo a lot of this stuff. You know what? I bet that content will come to the PC oh, yeah. version like oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll a few No, but they said it can't be done. No, it, it's it, it can be done. Yeah, I heard it looks better <laughs> than the PC version. Until someone mods it into it and it doesn't. I don't think it looks better than the <laughs> yeah, PC I don't, version. Yeah, I don't think it looks better. You know, like, speaking, but, like, the thing is with the Wii U is that even though there aren't many games out, like, they've been announcing a lot of games that I'm really looking forward for to. For the 3DS, yeah, it's pretty Well, for the 3DS and for the Wii U, like... Really? Like even yeah, even a couple of months back, but like they were uh, like what they announced the Shin Megami Tensei and the Fire Emblem for oh, the Wii U. Yep, right, and that's, then they that's... announced and then Project X. Like yeah, or... Project X looks really good. What do you guys think about Project X? Well, I don't know because first of all, I mean, who knew? Who knows if North America is even going to get it? <laughs> it's already announced. Yeah, it's well, like, you know what? Technically. Technically, Xenoblade was too back when it was known as like yeah. Shadow yeah, or whatever, but, and yeah, then they sat like, on it forever, and then we got it. it way later than Europe did anyway. They did like Monado or whatever, whatever that game. It was for a long yeah. time they confirmed it for the West, and it just sat on their website for years before. Yeah, they, so uh, I mean, I'm not going to believe it until I see an actual printed copy in the store at this, this point. This is very true. You had but a point. I, I think, I think the initiative to show it are. And to show it and then uh, and then reaffirm it, I think it was like earlier this week or late last week. They there was a tweet. Uh, someone said like, "Yeah, this is coming to the U.S." I think the reaffirmation and like the constant like showing that this game is going to come out is a better chance than that. They've only showed it once though. They haven't showed it since. Well, I hope so. I mean, it looks interesting, yeah. and that's like the only game that I would probably get for the system at this point. Yeah. But 
I mean, you're not excited for Final and then Shimagami Tensei crossover? I mean, I have to see what it is first. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It could be anything. Sure, you don't have a video or even a yeah, screenshot. That, that really could be anything. Like, all they showed was a couple of logos and, like, some music. <laughs> you know, if it's like a crossover of, like, tactics. Like you move. Uh, that you would move be yeah. With That's... like demon fighting, like squad based demon fighting, like sort of like Last Remnant. Like if it was something like that, I'm all bored for that. It makes sense. And even then, I mean, you got to think about Atlas. They they've announced things before with like just a logo or whatever. Yeah. And then they've never delivered on it. So that's, that's another game where I'm just going to hold no my breath. You know they announced a Shin Megami Tensei game for the PS3 back in, like, 2005? That's right. Yes, where, where is that game? Well, was that an official announcement, or was that just, like, the list? Oh, that... it was an official announcement. It was on there. Oh, okay. Totally that reminds me of the Resident Evil game that they were supposed to release for the PSP. What is it called? Oh, yeah. Outbreak or something like that? Cry. Outbreak. No, Outbreak is a PlayStation 2 game, and I love oh, that game. Sorry. It was, I love it was, that no, game. No, no, it was just like a Resident Evil game is coming to the PSP, and then nothing yeah. ever happened with yeah. it. It's that Gran Turismo. It took like several years before they finally got it on the PSP, and then it was crap, so it didn't Oh, not. no, dude, they did. You know you know that Resident Evil game for the PSP did come out. It was just pure garbage. It was called Resident Evil 6. <laughs> uh, I... Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna pass on that on that one. That wasn't so great. So subject. All right. I think so, the Wii U yeah, does I mean, have yeah. a bright future. I think exactly. the Wii U has a bright future, but like I, as of right now, it's not. I, I think it's gonna be like 3DS, where like out, this year out of nowhere, it just got a flood of games. Like Wii U, maybe a couple years off, but I think it'll happen eventually. Yeah, the 3DS was a really rocky start, but like where it's at now, I'm actually surprised to see where where it's at now because. Like, if you asked me when it came out and launched, if I wanted a 3DS, I'd be like, hell no, I don't want this piece of crap system. It's a 3D part, I'm just going to keep my regular DS. But now, I've you know, I've recently played Fire Emblem. I played Luigi's Mansion, which, by the way, the 3D is phenomenal. Like, I'm excited to, well, it's not my 3DS, it's my brother's. I'm excited to be a partial okay. owner of a 3DS. You didn't even pay into it, apparently, so I think that whole opinion <laughs> yeah, was... Yeah, I don't know. I think the yeah. biggest problem, though, is, like, they don't even have the support of some of the major publishers, so yeah, it's definitely going to be... Yeah, but at the same time, they haven't had support since, like, the N64 days, so it's... Yeah, but they've always had EA. I mean, but yeah, they've it's... always had them, but the Wii U doesn't even have that now. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. pretty much backing off with all their games. I mean, it seems they're relying on indies, which could pay off, or it could completely blow up in their face. Now, what they need to do is if they what? put Advance Wars on there, I might buy one, because you know, that's, you know, that's the game is... that would convince me. What's a smart idea for the what the Nintendo can do is have content that can be both played on the Wii U and the 3DS. Like then you uh, in, like an inexpensive, like in, sort of like an indie game that's playable on both systems. Well, they probably will do that to some extent. So you're talking I mean, about crossplay? You mean no. like crossplay or remote play? Like Transparing? You know what they need to do? They need to do the 3DS link cable to the Wii U, and then you can just play it off there, and then. Wait. No, like, David, you said, like, you think they're going to eventually do I don't think so. I don't think the software and the infrastructure of the Wii U will, will allow that kind of system. No, didn't What's-Her-Name say uh, it would be like that? Emily Rogers or oh, something? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> or is she not trustworthy? Oh, God, am I not... Uh, should I not like, talk about her here? <laughs> honestly, I don't think I would really, like... Is she like, going to kill me? She says a lot of stuff, but... It's educated guesses, really. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that kind of stuff like is actually possible, like technically possible? Like I think it's a good idea, but whether it's actually possible on this, 
I don't think that would kind of cannibalize themselves like that. I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, Nintendo's, like, so unpredictable these days. They say a lot of things, and then <laughs> yeah. they do, like, the complete opposite, or then they come out of nowhere with certain things. So it, it's hard to tell. You never well, know. What do you guys think about the whole announcement that they won't have a press conference at E3? How about that? I well, I was actually disappointed because, I mean, the problem with with only focusing on Nintendo Directs, is they're preaching to the same choir. That's true. Yeah. Is it really only Nintendo Directs, though? They they haven't actually said what it is. It could, well, it could be... They'll still, they, they will still have their booth, of course. Yeah. Well, what the they're fact gonna that do. they're not having a formal press conference is, I think, pr- looks bad. Well, there's, a few, yeah, there's a few things. Because you have to yeah. realize... It's not only just the games media who looks yeah, at these it's big the press mainstream pieces. outlets that come. Mainstream, the- yeah. Yeah, but so, should they also be invited to like a closed door thing? No, I mean, this, this is this be- is so. This is what they're doing. Is that what they're going to do? Is that they're going to have a closed door uh, meeting among like investors and publishers, maybe which like on Monday done every year. Which yep, and on done. Tuesday, what they're doing is they're opening the doors early for their booth. So instead of having it at nine o'clock in the morning like they tended to, they're going to have their booth open earlier for the press and stuff like that, so they yeah. can come in and play their games. So I don't know if it means that all of E3 is going to open up earlier, or if it just means that select people are be able to come in and do their meetings like they would normally do. So you that's know, the plan. You know, actually, I'm not actually surprised that they're doing that because was it? Wait, I forget. When does Skyward Sword come out? Last year? Or no, 2011. 2011. I'm sorry, I'm getting the years. You know, like because they had all the Skyward Sword stuff after the press conference. I think they were sort of gleaning, gleaming from that and getting the idea of like let's just not have a press conference, just show games. But the problem is, is that the Nintendo E3 conferences have always been like the highest rated among all of them yeah, because I people are most excited about them. Yes, they've I always been the most highly rated. They've always had attracted the most people. It's not just because of the memes that come out of it all the damn time. <laughs> it's also because there's. I guess you missed the 2008 one then. <laughs> you also have to like put it. Is in that the one with the rabbi drums? Yeah. yeah. You have to also put it into. <laughs> A perspective like Sony and Microsoft, they have multiple opportunities to like mess, make press po- huge press conferences and stuff like that. Nintendo E3 is like the only time for them to like make a huge like formal press conference for everyone to like they say, hey, this is what's going to come out, this is what's happening for the year, and well, this is what we're going to be doing in the it's, future. It's it's the difference. It's showing what they're trying to find out. Of course, is it, all these Nintendo directs. Can there be as an effective a message as a press conference would be? Personally, I, know. I, I know. don't really know because that's like a press release. That's well, like an in, infomercial. It's not in really... terms of the mass market. I would say no because yeah. I mean, look at all the people who don't even know like what the Wii U is. They're still confused. So Marketing hasn't really done a good job. Those same people are not going to watch Nintendo Direct. Those same people might go to like you know, MSN or Yahoo and mm-hmm. see mainstream news about it, and then they might learn about it, but they're not going to go out of their way to see Nintendo's own press stuff that's put online. Yeah, well, here's it. the way I see it. There's a... Uh... Since this is a Nintendo Direct during E3, it's going to have more viewership than a normal Nintendo Direct, I think, which that could make, it, like, up viewership going forward with the monthly Nintendo Directs, so it could it could be a good thing in the long run, but maybe I, not yeah. as... I don't know, because it's kind of hard to say, because the press, of course, is going to be focused on what's coming out of E3, but when it comes to, like, Nintendo Directs, they can always have somebody who's looking at those, because any... It's kind of funny, because people like to, like, on Gap and elsewhere, is that they'd say that Nintendo Directs, 
with this, that will show the press that they can't make fun of Nintendo, except for the fact that everyone watches the <laughs> Nintendo Directs anyway, so it doesn't really matter. So it's I like, think, I yeah, think I right saw now. that argument, and I was just like, really? That's, I mean, no. I think not yeah, having the press conferences, I think people will be so, I, this is me playing devil's advocate. I'm not saying this is a smart idea. I think that they're trying to move people away from those large one-off conferences and trying to get more people engaged, so they're forced to watch Nintendo Direct if it's, they want to keep up with Nintendo Yeah, stuff. it's changing the message, and changing yeah. the direction of the focus, and it's because it's, I don't and know, after last year. You have to understand, I think, I think from, uh, I think they're, this is me trying to, like, rationalize the, uh, their, their, uh, like, strategy. I don't, I think instead of having just one huge conference and not having like anything else for the rest of the year, they're forcing people to come to these stuff that, uh, Nintendo Directs, which stuff hap- uh, happens very frequently. So yeah. there's a constant like inflow of Nintendo information to yeah. either the gaming press or the mainstream press. I mean, look, like, look at it this way. People are going to get their news either way. I mean, look, look at how many people found out about Link to the Past too, even without, uh, watching the Direct. It's gonna, it's well, gonna go. It's, yeah, but, but it's, a, it's the same as a press release. I think it's just that the, the mass, the focus of the mass media is more on these conferences because it's like a once a year thing. Everyone gets excited around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nintendo Directs. I, I can understand where you're coming from about the smaller things. I think like last year, for example, way more focus was put on the 3DS um, Nintendo Directs than it was the actual Nintendo press conference. So that's the kind of thing because the Wii U one was god awful. You dragged that Arkham City and just like. Yeah, yeah so it was so bad. <laughs> when I Not played that, when I, went to, when I went to the one of the Wii U events before the console launch, and I got a chance to play that. Not so hot. Just I played it on the floor, and then I, and then I, it, yeah, it wasn't that it wasn't that great. And then I checked out a lot of the other Wii U games, and they weren't that great. The only Wii U games that I was really impressed about when before the console launch was Pikmin Three. And that game seemed ready. I don't yeah. know why that game is it not out. Good. Yet. It played well. I, yeah, I don't know why that. They had game... to add flying Pikmin. They did, they did add. Yeah, that. sure. Let's have Pikmin that can burrow too. We can just make this like American Starcraft. Why not? It's, I think it's it's really the fact that they wanted to get out ahead of everybody else. They announced it too early. They released it too early. Uh, but I'm sure next year we'll probably be talking about how many Wii U games there are to choose from. So it's Hopefully. it kind of. I, I'm sure people who own it are hoping that. But yeah. So, uh, well, let's go ahead and let's put Nintendo on the back burner for now, like so many people have been lately, uh, and move on to Sony's PlayStation 4 announcement on, in February. So, yeah, that was a pretty exciting uh, moment there. Uh, it was? I don't know, dude. I don't it is, kind of. They announced a few I, games. It was like a, a Sony coming out party. I think you have to look at it like this. I think you have to look at it compared to how they used to act and compare it to like Stuff. how much they've changed because they've definitely like their mindset now is completely different than it was in 2006 when they oh, yeah. were yep. talking about the PS3. So I think that's the most important thing and the yep. most exciting thing to actually come out of that conference is to see how much they have actually changed yeah. and that's part you know of they want to make they want to make a gaming machine for gamers and you know they want to get out the there with the machine. developers. Yeah, well, right now, I mean that the best reception going into next gen like everyone's angry at Microsoft for all these rumors everyone's angry at Nintendo for doing things even though they didn't show the box it just it it eventually just all comes down to the games and I think getting in with those developers and making them happy I think that's only going to benefit them in the long run yeah well let's let's, 
You know what shocked me is that I thought that I thought the audience for that conference was going to be the mainstream press, like just un, for everyone saying, "Hey, this is our new console. It's going to be awesome, and it's going to be for everyone." That's not who I thought the audience was. Then I started watching it, and then I thought the audience was, "Oh, this is for hardcore gamers." There's then, a, yeah, there's a couple reasons for that. Yeah. I, I just want to point out first though is that the 3DS is an awesome machine, and I really I really think it's awesome. So it's just the Wii U I'm disappointed about. But about <laughs> the um, I just want to get that out of the way. But the uh, about the PlayStation 4, the reason is it's pretty clear is that the people who are going to buy their consoles launch day is going to be the hardcore. It's not right, going to be right. the people that are. But eh, I, I think I want to. I'm kind of interested in this. Even after watching the press conference, like at, that was me thinking while watching the press conference, like oh this is for hardcore gamers. And then I thought about it after finish watching the conference. I'm like, no, actually, the audience for that really wasn't hardcore gamers either. The audience for that were game developers. They were trying to get developers yeah. on board. It, was, it, it wasn't so they can get people to ex- get excited for buying this console. It's so they can get other people, other developers on board saying, hey, de- develop for us because it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And so uh, the audience was cl- like, I did not realize that's what the audience the, their target yeah. audience was. Yeah, it's, it's also because after interviewing a few developers over the past couple of years, the biggest thing they've always said to me was just that how absolutely mind-boggling the software development kit was for the PlayStation 3, especially out of the gate, like all the documentation, the real lack of support coming out of Sony, and that's the, the big reason why. It's, they basically called it the absolute worst experience they've had. With yeah, the console, that. yeah, that it was a terrible uh, time for a lot of developers. That's why you've always kept hearing about people having st- struggling to develop a game for it, is because um, a lot of the the documentation, the software, the cell processor, really hard to program for. Well, the architecture so, was bad. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't good for. But it could make your refrigerator do stuff. The cell was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I think I think Sony's learned gr- greatly. From this generation and moving on, they have they have a great uh, starting point. They they have yeah. a good idea for what what they want to do. The, the the thing I'm most worried about is their multimedia department. Like like if you look at, it, I have no idea why. I, I would just state right now that the PlayStation Store is complete utter shit. It is a horrible piece of crap compared to the Xbox Marketplace. I have ah the Xbox One is not it's much so better. It's so slow. It's you so, know what? If you use the web store, it's like a million times better. That's true. Yeah. That's and true. That, you know, that's a testament to like how bad like Sony is dealing with this. If you have to use the web store instead of using the console to buy stuff, I think you're doing something wrong. Like, why, 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 why should I go online when I uh, when the whole point of streamlining is streamlining things and I can just buy stuff and do stuff from the console? Why is it so slow? Yeah, I think. Well, they've said this before, but due to the the memory limitations, they just like there's only so much that they can do. But that's why, yeah, it's, five, right? That's why the PS4 is it's, it's because what happens is that all they didn't like segment it at all. So it's all that's the reason why you don't have like cross game chat and stuff like that is because all the memory is dedicated either to the game or to like the OS. It can't be split. Yeah, so, I'm so it causes a huge amount of band. Yeah, the headache. I'm glad they're focusing on the bandwidth first and foremost like, on the PlayStation. Change. They need to change how the like games are important, but they need to change how the like the users interact with the interface. Yeah. That, well, they did talk about that. Yeah, they talked a lot about like, it. If you go back to the press conference and watch, they did mention it. Yeah. Well, they mentioned Lightning it, but they didn't show much Internet. of it. They didn't show much of it. And it, <laughs> it the video clips were, like, they were just demos, in my opinion. I didn't, 
I, I felt like I wanted to see like a live demonstration of like, hey, this is how you interact with our system. I thought like, it was surprising they actually show that stuff at all because they usually don't show that. They usually keep it to right. the back. Like, they usually yeah. don't. And to be honest, I bet they'll show it at E3. They show oh, it a yeah. lot. Well, they sort of have to show it at E3 if they I don't. Like, I mean, if you remember for the Vita, they spent like they like their entire Tokyo Game Show conference that year was spent like. Messing around with the interface. Yeah. Oh god, that in the interface of the Vita. I mean, it's it's recently gotten better, but before, uh, it just the bubbles. Just like I was like, well, I don't know, guys. Were, this is bad. Bubbles. They were trying to imitate like the Android and like. Yeah, that's a bad that's idea. So much. That's a really bad <laughs> idea. That's not good. Yeah. It's... Android. N- neither iOS or Android looked that great unless you put a bunch of skins on them. Then it's all. <laughs> yeah. I have I have great hope for the PS4 because it it looks technically like looking at the specs it looks awesome. <clears throat> I, I hope Sony's learned from their like stuff uh multimedia front this generation because Microsoft like raffle stomped them to say the least. Raffle stomp. Raffle stomp really? Yeah. <laughs> Simon, you're done. I, I saw it. No, got it. Fired. You're out of here. All right, you can go. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it really it remains to be seen what Sony has proven themselves because they're also competing with a lot of other um, technology around them. So it's it's just like the Vita. It's like it's going to be like this great system. We've learned from our mistakes, and then it's pretty much like the PSP right now. So, well, I think the difference there is the Vita is a handheld, and the dedicated handheld market in the United States is shrinking. Yep. So I mean, there's really not much they can do about that because well, of the same. It's not even just the United States, though. It's 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 the third party support too, though, because it's everywhere the 3DS is doing pretty well. It's the Vita that's been well, even in, even in the US, 3DS isn't doing like that amazing. That's true. But it's doing passable though. It's, yeah. it's doing okay, but not as well as it could be because yeah. of the competition from tablets and phones and. But with a home console, I think it's completely different. I yeah. mean, there really isn't like it's aside from, for the home. Yes, yeah, aside from you know PCs, there really isn't anything comparable to it. Let's hope the home console market hasn't crashed by the time next gen. You mean the AAA market? The AAA game the market. The AAA right? market might crash, but yeah. I don't. Know console market will crash. I think, I think the problem is they let the the like the middle ground bottom out, and that never should have happened. I mean, yeah. It's impossible to predict what's going to happen at yeah. this point. I, th- I think at the same time, though, it's just that um, you're starting to see other publishers come out. If you're talking about the middle tier, uh, so like Nordic Games bought up all those properties, and then you got Deep Silver coming up, and so you still got like these publishers after THQ fell um, buying up their properties and trying again. That it there's still I think there's a lot of growth in the middle. It's just the top that seems to be the one crumbling because they can't support thousands and thousands of employees and, you know, like these hundreds of millions of dollars of budget. So, Well, I have no doubt that, like, the middle ground games can be supported. It's a matter of do the publishers want to opt to do that because everyone wants to strike gold at this point that they're just like, it's either AAA and we succeed or, like, nothing. No, like, we won't take anything else for an answer. Yeah, and I think that's, that's part of the problem. Exactly, and I think that's um, that's what Nintendo and Sony have been really smart about lately, is that they're really trying to court the indie developer because they know that if it's, at this point, it's almost like quantity over quality, because the more games you have, starting uh, as soon as possible, the more people you have coming to your side because it's, they, they just get that impression that, hey, there's a lot of games over here, I have plenty to choose from, let me try your system out. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. 
Yeah, that's true. And, you know, I don't blame them for that. I mean, it's good that they're reaching out to those smaller developers, but, I mean, they're still going to have the big games, so, you know, people worried about them not having those or not. And I think even to an extent, they will still have their kind of, like, B-tier games, but... (laughs) (laughs) What do you you guys think about the major, like, the big development uh, support that the PS4 is getting, like Capcom... uh... I think it's actually, you know, I this is what somebody told me, but basically that Sony is in this sort of battle mode now, and they want to go back to how they were during the PS1 days, where they went around to these different developers, and they said, yeah. what can we do for you, and, you know, give us your ideas, and we want you to make software for us. And I think that's actually what's been going on. So this is one. <laughs> Over the East. No, okay. Well, no, so, you know, they're getting out there to Euro- the European developers and the American developers, and even Japan, um, they're getting out to them as well. So I think they are actually going into this pretty solid, because they're going to have all three regions, and I guess for me especially, having Japan there is is huge. I mean... Oh, yeah. It helps that Sony and Nintendo have extremely strong first-party studios that they can yeah. use utilize them to go around to like third parties and show, hey, this is the best thing we can do for this console after we had a lot of time to work on it. Why don't you make a game for our system now? So, yeah, yeah, and I don't think there's going to be any shortage of uh, deals on any side. This, yeah, <laughs> be sure. And yeah, so I think that's that's part. And the fact is, is that you know the PlayStation Four was announced and they only showed up a few games. Uh, it was mostly about, as you said showing to the world that they have learned from their mistakes and they're trying to mend what damages have been done over the past several years with this past generation, and now they want to look forward. And so now we have E3, we have Gamescom, we have Tokyo Game Show to look forward to to see about the focus on games. So that that's really what I hope they really hone in on, because the UI is nice and all, but... As they kind of alluded to before, the people that are going to be buying the consoles off the bat, they already said that this launch is their best launch that they've, uh, it's PR spin, really, but they're saying it's like their best launch they've ever had. So yeah. it's, it'd be interesting to see what exactly games are going to show because obviously it's the fans who decide that. Yeah, and this is like sort of a segue into like, I guess we can talk about Microsoft, but like, uh, I think you would Sony, do that, wouldn't you? Yeah, sorry. About, like, Why no, would you like, bring Microsoft Sony, up? Sony has presence in Japan, and that is going to help a lot because Xbox sort of sort of bombed. Sort of. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, to put it into Simon terms, they got shit stomped. Um, they got no, massively before destroyed. Before the they PlayStation got 2 got stopped, they had the 360 still selling less than it. So it was... <laughs> they got nuked to Kingdom Come. Yeah, no, the Xbox 360 was a failure, and that's putting it lightly. Um, so Sony has a huge edge because they have they have one huge technological territory uh, that Microsoft does not have a hand in, and Microsoft is going to be behind on that aspect because they're losing that audience. And, you know, I know some people will argue and say that Japan doesn't matter and they're not relevant anymore, but I completely oh, so disagree. True. I so- I really disagree with that opinion because, they're I mean... They're kind of coming back sales-wise, don't you think? I think you're seeing a lot of Japanese developers kind of go back to what they've done best. Like, especially Namco, they realized oh, that trying yeah. to be Western was, oh, yeah, not, they said that. was not really working for them. And I think you'll even see, like, Square Enix and some other companies go back to that route, too. So I think, like, going, they have a chance going into this next generation to yeah. do a lot better, especially 
now that the PS4 is going to be super easy to develop for. I hate to yeah, agree. but you don't think they'll re- retreat to handhelds even more? Well, I yeah. mean, that's that's always a possibility, but, I mean, look at companies like Nipponichi. I mean, they could have retreated to handhelds, yeah, that's and true. while they have made handheld games, they are one of the best supporters for the PS3, which, I mean, who would have expected that? <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and, and I it hate really, to equate yeah. them to drug dealers, but that's sort of what they are. Like, they, what? they're trying to... Uh, the Japanese what? developers, like, they were trying to figure <laughs> really? out, like, create, like, new products that hopefully, like, fans would eat up, but they didn't. So now they're just going back to their original roots and just cr- perfecting their craft. Well, the problem was they tried to, like, westernize themselves and make, like, western-style games, yeah. and they were terrible. Yeah. Oh, you they, guys they did, like, Quantum Theory? theory? <laughs> that was a pretty cool game, wasn't it? <laughs> I was just oh, going to mention that. Quantum Theory is pretty cool. Mindjack. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I have no idea who, what they were thinking. And what's it called? There's this new game coming out by Capcom. Remember me? Uh, don't well, that's know. not. That was just something that they picked up to like. Yeah, Capcom that picked that up. Okay, all right, that wasn't something that they decided that that they were gonna make. But Capcom's Capcom's guilty of it too. Look at Lost Planet. Lost 3. Planet. Dark Void. Lost Lost Planet Three looks Dark pretty Void. good, guys. I'm just saying. Um, it's pretty no, good. It I think it looks good. I played it last time. You know, they're making Lost. They didn't learn from that. They are like, no, no, no. Second time. Second time's the charm. They're Lost Planet 2. No, no, wait. Third time is the it's charm. It's not Devil May Cry bad. Oh, God. Don't, <laughs> even, don't even get me started. Devil May Cry is a good game. Don't the mention people, DMC. The people, is, the people DMC. is that they equate it to a Devil May Cry game rather than looking at it as an action game. I like Ninja Theory. The problem is they, that game shouldn't have been called Devil May yeah, Cry. It should have been should. something completely different with different character names at least. Heavenly Sword 2. Because I, I think that game is a good game. So like, as an action game, I think it's I think it's a, I think it's a stellar action game. I don't. Think I it thought it was okay, game. but it's, it's Ninja Theory. It's just like their style doesn't adapt to Devil May Cry at all. It's like there's the nice going like a. Well, slow... it's not a Devil May Cry game. That's part of the problem. It's, yeah, it's not, it's what, not. what defined it as Devil May Cry, especially after Devil May Cry and Devil May Cry Four. It's not what I would consider to be part of that. Devil May Cry Four was kind of shit. So, hey, I liked it. It was, it's neat. You know what? It had good combat. Johnny on Bosch. <laughs> just, I was like, oh, this is, it's become anime. I don't want to, I don't want to play. It's just, I don't know what's going on. You know, you might diss on Johnny on Bosch, but Nero was a great character. Nero! Sorry, I called him Neo, but Nero. He was an extremely different character compared to Dante. It, it was, far. it's like, okay, let's play, let's beat all these bosses. Okay, now let's do a 180, come back, beat all these bosses again. It's like this bullshit. That's game design, though. That's not character. That's like that's like what Devil May Cry is though. Haven't you? <laughs> didn't you ever play well, the yeah, other but one? They made it. <laughs> yeah, but it was yeah, but they sort of like was spat on good. your face. Yeah, for it. I mean, how many times did you have to fight all in the same areas in three? There's several times where you had to go back but and you do didn't it fight again. The same boss, like you didn't fight like three of the same boss. Like yeah, again, but, and yeah. those are the only three types of bosses. Like that are in, I guess okay, fine, same discounts, right? So, like, you had to fight, what's his face, Burial and Echidna and uh, the frog dude. I don't I don't know what his name. Like, twice each. I was like, what the heck? Why? Why did you yeah, design that? Yeah, I don't know. I think that game had serious development problems, and they were just like, screw it. We're just going to throw what we have together and just put it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, people were expecting it to be a launch title for the PS3. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was. I was definitely in that boat. Yeah. Well, so, okay, so, how, well, yeah, 
don't know. I lost my train of thought in the middle of a sentence. That was a nice tangent. Yeah! I, was, I yelled out my frustration with trying to come up with words. It was impressive. So let's cool. let's just uh, talk more about... Um, let's talk about Microsoft now, since we're... As I mentioned before, uh, they just recently came out and said that they will be announcing their next system on May 21st. So finally, people can start talking about the system based on facts instead of speculation... You mean, so, you mean we won't have to call it Durango anymore? Durango. Oh, thank God. Aww. That's my favorite. I want to call it Django. Let's call it Durango Unchained. <laughs> God. You this, need to get the hell out of here. It's the stupidest code name ever. I really hate it. You know, you know what? At least Natal was better. At least mm, Natal was better. No. Mm. Talk about Natal was worse than Durango, Dolphin really? Good. <laughs> Durango's at least a thing. Natal is, what the hell, belly button? No. I don't know. Durango, it's, it's a car. Yeah, Durango is a car. <laughs> Jeep Durango. No, Dodge Durango, I'm sorry. Whenever I think of Durango, I think Sponsor. of that movie with Johnny Depp in it. Uh, oh, wait, maybe that's Rango. 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 <laughs> well, you were close. Two Rangos. Like two letters, but, you yeah, know, it's like, it was impressive cool. that you thought of that. Uh, so, all right, so then with this next console coming up, there's been a lot of talk about what exactly the next three, uh, excuse me, I almost called it the next 360. <laughs> uh, what Xbox? Let's call it the next Xbox. Because I'm not, I don't like the idea of calling it Xbox Infinite just yet. Um, so, yeah, I like the tagline: Infinite Possibilities. Infinite Undiscovery. No, infinite Undiscovery. Like, oh God! Jesus, <laughs> oh God! Please do not. Sequel, that's coming. Xbox. Progressing back. Oh, I, God. I think it's actually. It's Sorry, actually, what have they done to you? I think Xbox Eight is a bad name, but I don't. Doubt that that's what they it's might better than Xbox 720. I should say that. Yeah, I don't like that name either. 720. I don't know. Microsoft sort of shot themselves in the foot by naming the 360 360. Just saying. I don't know if they shot themselves in the foot because it was different enough because no one really paid attention to the Xbox at the in the first place. I think why, why call it the Xbox 360 in the first place? Because they want to be the full experience. I don't know. No, you drop the brand name entirely. Have... The brand name matters to them, so that's why. Oh, people, people just call the Xbox, and they're like, what? They're not going to say, oh, you mean the first one or the second one? Well, <laughs> well you could call it the Xbox 2. Like, why didn't they call it Xbox 2? I don't... So because like, it would look bad against the PlayStation Yeah, because PlayStation 3 versus Xbox 2. It's all well, about Right, parking. obviously. So that's what I'm saying. Like, they sort of shot themselves in the foot for thinking of the third one. Like, what are we going to name our third one? Xbox 361! <laughs> well, anything is better than 720, really. But... So, okay, so now that we're looking ahead, we're talking about a system that's got a lot of rumors about what exactly is going to be in that damn thing. Particularly so, one, one strong rumor. Yeah, it's about the idea of having always-on internet, of course. So, based no, no, on... No, always-on internet, always-online. Always-online, sorry. Always-online, DRM. Always-on internet. Complete. It's and then, and then even, that, even that rumor has segmented into, like, you can play games, but the console will still always have to be online. That's the thing, is that it's everyone has their sources that's telling us different stories. So one person comes out and says, no, it's okay, you guys. Uh, you can play this offline. You just can decide whether to. And then another one says, no, that's a bunch of bull. Um, you actually need an Internet connection. in order." Yeah, to I mean, there's a lot of rumors going around. Um, I think some of the more recent ones are actually probably more accurate. In specific, yeah. there's one that said that there's, um, like, Microsoft is, like, six months behind on their software, yeah, and, yeah. and that is actually something that I did hear from a, a pretty reliable person, and I That's definitely trust them, so I just wonder how everything is going to work out for them, so like they're really behind. Now. 
I, I think, think it's yeah. focused too much money. I think they might have spent too much resources trying to get this console to work. Well, that, that they, and I think the other problem is uh, most of the people who are behind the Xbox 360 aren't even at Microsoft yeah. anymore. So That's true. They did you have, you have people. You have people there that like they're not visionaries. Yeah. So are we going to have another red ring scenario? No, I don't, think <laughs> no. I don't think that's a problem with the design. Well, okay. They fixed it with the Xbox Slim. I don't think they'll go back to that. I think the thing is is that what they're going to do, because their first party is like a, a fraction of what it used to be, is that instead you're going to see them be far more aggressive on securing third-party exclusives. So they're going to spend their big their, – their, the bank accounts on buying up all these third-party games and selling them as exclusive titles for the next system. I think that's the focus for them. Even if to go further to expand on that, if we not might see a permanent exclusive, we might see time the exclusive of titles. I think you'll see time, and I think, but I think it'll it'll be mainly like Western games. Mm -hmm. I don't think. Well, (laughs) I think that's not happening now. It's not happening with the Destiny, but like remember when Destiny Destiny was first talked about, like they said, first come out for the Xbox, and then a year later for. Well, Destiny is getting exclusive PlayStation 4 content, so that's But they never said that Xbox is not getting exclusive content as well. So yeah. you, you don't know. You don't yeah, know but I just mean it's it's obviously not that type of situation with Destiny anyways, because it right. seems like they're being pretty even on it. So. And yeah, I mean, it is Activision, so they really never do full exclusive. They do, like, exclusive right. content. And I think you'll continue mm-hmm. to see exclusive content. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, in terms of games, they might get some exclusive shooters, but, I mean, personally, I don't even really care about that. <laughs> what do you guys, yeah. In all honesty, exclusive ex- exclusive games don't really matter in uh, towards the late games. Towards to some extent. I think it matters because to me. I think it matters <laughs> to an extent. I think if you're talking about the broad scheme of things, maybe not, but well, it seems, I, mean, I think, as a gamer, I would say. If the game is multi-platform and the consoles are pretty much the same, you're going to only buy... There's no incentive to have both consoles. That's right, okay. and that right, is so why that that's sense. why having exclusive games is a good thing because right, something yeah. something needs to differentiate the consoles. Otherwise, what's the point of having two right. consoles that have all the yeah, same exactly. games? Right, yeah. that's my point. That's my point is that in the beginning, exclusives will matter a ton, but like going on as like the t- console's life cycle like reaches towards the end. It, it, the exclusive will start mattering less and less and less. I, and less. I, I think oh, yeah. it's still ma- I think it will still matter because I mean, even if Microsoft well, and Sony were ripping each other off, they did like PlayStation Move and Connect. They were finding ways to get people to keep buying their systems. So if they decided they're just going to kind of play a coy for the rest of the ten year cycle, whatever they're going to do, I don't think that's really going to be I'm the not case. Exclusives will be irrelevant and. To like the the what's it called the connect and the move that's example is like that sort to extend the life cycle that wasn't to bring exclusive content that was to separate. I don't know. Exclusive yeah. content that was that wasn't. Uh, keeps going on. Sorry. That was an afterthought. Not not what their main t- intent was in creating them. It was just to extend the life cycles while they were trying to get the next consoles. Sure. Going and then trying to t- steal uh, Nintendo's thunder, like that was it. Like I'm not saying the exclusives are gonna be completely irrelevant. I'm just saying like they matter a ton more in the beginning of the console's life life cycle than it does. Like it was any- it was for the casuals really. Is that they were trying to court them because they realized, hey, there's a lot of you guys. I don't know why did they create Steel Battalion? That was uh, that wasn't that wasn't. Uh, because they tried to court Japan <laughs> with Connect and Japan didn't care. Yeah, Japan was like, ah, eh, no, it's okay. I can buy that. 
Yeah. Like, that makes that, sense. That makes more sense. That Crimson Dragon game still isn't out. <laughs> that oh, game yeah. looks awesome, though, and it's like, I wish that wasn't Connect because that game looks really cool. I think one thing that's true about the Microsoft console is online is going to be a big factor into yeah. how this console runs. Because yeah. like, all these rumors circulating around it, like online is has to be a big component. Well, but, the the Edge article that like first really brought it up, they were right on their PS4 stuff, so I have no doubt that you know they have pretty accurate sources. Yeah, and it sounds to me like what they're going to try to do is have it so that the cable, a cable box is embedded inside that thing so that you can hook it up and use it as... Uh, broadband television or something like that? Because you hear the rumors well, about rumor. Xbox TV. Yeah, that's the rumor. I, honestly, I think that's a smart idea, but that's going to really alienate like some some regions entirely. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Europe, Japan, <laughs> yeah. most of Europe. Regional. It looks like they're focusing on North America like entirely. And even then, like some of Canada is going to get screwed over. I, I think we can say one thing. This is going to be region locking. <laughs> no, but no oh, doubt, yeah. no doubt, this, the next Xbox will have region lock as well. So, yeah, I, I yeah, I hate that idea. Did you guys? Did you guys? And uh, watch the bonus round. This? Did you guys watch the bonus round on Sometimes. Game Pass? Do you guys watch the latest one, the one that came out this Sunday? The one that they're talking about, the always on. I saw yeah. part of it. Okay, I, I think I think the question that everyone wants an answer to is. Why would I want a system to be on? Like, what benefits is there in incentives? Incentives yeah. is really important. That's that's obviously and it's that you'd want to get something in return for giving up your data, your privacy, and uh, the fact that you have to use up your ISP's bandwidth because you only have so much. So having but, it online well, like that not, not true suck because it. in certain in certain with certain providers, it's it's infinite. Bandwidth, like the bandwidth is so large, Michael. but that is really shrinking the number of people that provide that. Well, I think I, I think there it. are two precedents that this console might have the set for us. Is that like it, it's going to force ISP providers to like step up their game and stop screwing up the screwing over the providers. Oh God, I wish that was true. <laughs> yeah, I, I think know, they'll, I don't, they'll, they'll I don't put think the noose around happen. us. I think they're going <laughs> to tighten it, tighten the grip. Like, but, hey, nice. but if Microsoft is in deal with the cable companies, and a lot of cable companies are ISP providers. If they have something set up like that, I, I don't know. You, you, for all you know, that the bandwidth cap can go up, and like we might have a ton of better ISP providers. Like I could have sworn that, that was brought up sometime not too long ago. We well, were talking about how like certain things that you do. I don't know if it was like Viacom or something like that, Verizon, um, where you certain things that you would do wouldn't up, you wouldn't use up bandwidth or something. I'm not. Like, I don't know, but I have a hard time seeing all these ISPs just being like, oh, well, we're just going to up the caps. I mean, look how it might not be all, long all the ISPs. Look how long it's taking them to raise, like Comcast, to raise the caps that are currently out there. I mean, yeah. Arnina is still terrible compared to, like, Japan or even parts Korea. of Europe. They just announced, like, Korea two gigabytes Korea. of internet in Japan. Korea for Korea. <laughs> I was like, what? You know, that's what I'm saying is that, you know, they might create competition. Like, if Microsoft signs a deal with ISP providers, like, I don't know if it's going to be Comcast, and saying, you know, we're going to provide top quality ISP, that's going to make other... That's you by AT&T! It's going to make other ISP providers look like shit, and it's going to have to make them step off their game. That's... I I don't know if that's going to happen, but I think that might happen. And I went to see, uh, uh, not a conference, a showing by Michael Pachter at... South by Southwest, and he made a lot of interesting points. Like it might, it's, it might even get the government involved. Like when cable, when cable and uh, the transition into HD was a big thing. Like the country's bandwidth is absolutely atrocious. 
when you yeah. when you compare it to uh, like the Asian countries, like Korea, I think Korea is number one, right? I'm... I think Japan's number one. Korea's no, no, Japan's one. definitely not number one. Oh. Japan's up there, but it's definitely not number one. It's like it's, I think might be a one European. It's probably like Norway or something, like Switzerland or something. <laughs> I... The majority of the Asian countries like have their like network infrastructure like down. Like they got that shit down. And the just, US... it, it helps when it's a lot smaller. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, that's true. I mean, the U.S. America's is really huge. big. So, yeah. it's I bigger mean... than most countries. Texas is bigger than most countries. But so. even even right now, you see like like internet being like so per- like it's permeating throughout society. Yeah, the, well, the so focus. Like, yeah, the focus has been on internet. Like right. Google, like Google Fiber recently announced, hey, you know, we're bringing Google Fiber to Austin. Like not to you though. <laughs> oh, I'm moving. So, oh. but but and then, you know, actually after that announcement, AT and T is a big provider of uh, internet here in Austin. They said like, oh, we're also bringing fiber fiber optics to. Oh well, yeah, and Vermont oh. actually announced that they have internet that's like half the price of Google Fiber with the same speed. So you've seen like as you said, other ISPs kind of stepping up their game. To try right. to court people who are interested in fiber. So it's gonna force I don't have it yet. people to adopt like it's gonna force people to adopt these, you know, the always better internet. It's gonna get rid of the crappy shitty DSL and dial up or whatever <laughs> crap. No, I mean like remember when like cable everyone watched standard and then they sort of forced us to go into H D, like a lot of the channels into oh, digital. Cool. Digital. That was a long time ago. That was like. Yeah, no, I was already on HD before that happened. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, like, we, like there are a lot My of people that still run like cable. Like they don't run digital. Like digital is now the thing. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is what also happens in the future. I can't play my yeah. Super Nintendo game. Yeah, that's true. I mean, in terms of of the new Xbox, though, I really have to wonder, like how important all that TV stuff is going to be as people move further and further away from, like, watching TV at home. There More more and more people are watching TV on mobile devices, on their computers, and they're not going to want to sit in front of the TV no matter what the ex- the new Xbox has in terms of, like, entertainment stuff. Yeah, well, you, you know, well it's going to be more like a cable box. So, like, it's going to be, like, offering systems like Hulu or probably stuff like that. That's what it's going to be. But I can get that kind of stuff on my tablet. Why would I want to watch it on my Xbox? You know who hasn't right, talked much lately? Smart glass. You know who hasn't talked much lately? Yeah, David. What do you think? What do you want me to say? <laughs> You've been really quiet, and I just like felt bad. I was like, David, come on, talk to us. You, you guys are talking about like. Last time you talked, you really something about the Xbox I, Holocaust, I and I want to discuss more <laughs> with you about what you think about the Xbox. Uh, I don't know. Like. There needs to be a filter with all these rumors. It's ridiculous. It's true. <laughs> like, uh, let me think. I feel like I did have something I wanted to say, but I, I forgot it. <laughs> Put your foot down, David. Let it be known. What uh, about the Xbox? I don't know. Like, like Good stuff enough. not focusing on games at all. Like, that yeah. upsets me. I think that's the kind yeah, of thing that's... that your TV can do a lot of the things... And you, you bet that someone's going to release a TV that has a cable box embedded inside it as well. So yeah. it's like, I don't know, guys. There's a lot of devices around that do a lot of the same things that Microsoft is promising to do. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Well, there was a rumor recently about uh, the pricing models for the Xbox. It's going to be 500 uh, flat 99. or 299 with a two-year yeah, what do you guys think about if the next, like, if the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox release with a contract? I don't think the PS4 uh, will. 
I don't think the I don't DS know. I would buy into it because the actually the one that you can do for the Xbox 360 right now is really shady. Like you have to pay for you have to pay for live monthly, which I mean that happens anyway. But you can't sell the system um, during that period. And I mean the bundles they have aren't the greatest either. So I can is only that imagine. Really so bad, like not being able to sell the system. Well, if you get I mean, tired of the games, you I would get want tired to. of the system. I mean, yeah. why would you yeah, want resale to? is important? If you get broke, well, there's <laughs> ass broke. So, I mean, I guess I, I guess I have a hard time seeing that because, like, I, I, I feel like for me, I don't view it as anything different, like than buying a phone. Phone That's contract. the thing. I was going to bring this up is that I think more and more people are moving away from the idea of a contract because you see like T-Mobile coming out breaking contracts. You see like AT&T saying, "Yeah, we'll unlock your phone. That's no problem." Yeah, I mean, well, so. there is, well, you know, they they have made that similar to the phone contracts. I mean, I don't like contracts really. Yeah, I mean, you do see a lot of people buying unlocked phones. Want to own but it with a console. It's generally cheaper if you just buy it up front anyway. Yeah, that's always yeah. it's always the case. Like even like modems and stuff like that. It's cheaper. Well, the phone, well they're trying to make it bearable. They're trying to make the price be- like Well, I mean, if it's like 400 or 4 or 500 dollars, that's not yeah. that bad compared to like a phone which the newer phones start out at like 800 dollars. Yeah, yeah, and then you pay well, and if you buy into a contract, you're talking about 80 dollars. And then you have to pay like two fifty dollars, two hundred fifty dollars for like the newer phones and stuff like that. It ends up you end up losing money in the long run. Yeah. I can understand why why they want to get it into more people's hands, so they pr- introduce that model. I just wonder if you can look at like the statistics. How many people are like defaulting on Xbox 360 payments? I don't. I wonder yeah, how that's. Yeah, like they do. Like you have to have a credit card, and then they have to take it out of their credit card. So. Um, I, w- I do have to wonder, like, how many people got into that deal and, like, didn't realize how sketchy it is. And if you want to cancel it, they charge you a pretty big fee. Yeah, it's just like canceling any kind of contract. It's a big, like, hundreds of dollars. But it's when like, you sign the contract, you're supposed to know that. Like, you sign the contract knowing that. Right, or but you, ha- you have to think, though, how many people don't pay attention to yeah. it? Yeah. Who reads the fine print? This is, you're, talking, you're talking like it's, like, the 360. This is a much larger problem. <laughs> just people ignorant. Yeah. People ignorant, all right? I I don't know. I think the contract model is not a bad idea. I think if it gets it's for certain people. I understand. It's for certain people. Yeah, I I personally would buy the console straight up without the contract. But as a person who doesn't have a lot of money but want the console right away, and then don't mind paying the full price of it over time, I don't think it's I don't think it's the world's worst idea. That's true. I mean, people will buy the three hundred dollars if this becomes true. They'll buy the contract if they want it. If they don't, they'll pay the five hundred dollars and get it. Yeah. But at the same time, so uh, are you guys comfortable with the idea that the next three, the next, uh, god damn it, the next <laughs> Xbox, the next PlayStation, you can just say next 360, IT, it's the same thing. The next 360, might as well, are going to be like $500 each. Are you guys comfortable with that price? Do you think $500 is it? Yeah. $500 mm-hmm. sounds good. And we're all a bunch of analysts here. We're all paid for, well, no, we're not paid. No, we're anything, not. Anything, <laughs> I think anything above 500 is stupid. Anything above 500 is stupid. Too expensive, but I think five hundred might be a problem too. Yeah, I think I think four hundred dollars is okay. I think I, it's, I think it'll be either three ninety nine, three oh, you made a fish? or no. four fifty or four ninety nine. I think I don't uh, think people look at it as five hundred dollar. I think people look at that and say, oh, that's half a grand. I think that's what they're gonna look at and be like, oh, okay, it's half a grand. Five ninety nine. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's yeah, because I, the, yeah, the, the, the Wii U three fifty was pricey. I keep talking of you, and I do enjoy it though. 
Yeah, I mean, the Wii U at 350 is actually way too expensive for what it is. So it's, it's the hard drive, really, that got me, the 30 gigabyte hard drive. SSD, though. Isn't it being subsidized by, like, retailers, sort of, by giving you gift cards and free games and all those? Well, hours? that happens with, actually, almost all the systems. Okay, but this early, this early, like... Yeah, I think I think it probably still happens even like with it's it's because it's not we're not paying as close attention as we used to. I mean we're paying no, I mean we are paying way more attention than we used to. I think it's it probably happens quite a bit. It's because they have more competition among retailers, so they need to offer gift cards to get people to buy. I don't I don't and know. And those those gift cards are actually from like they'll, they're from Nintendo. Like it's not the retailer taking right, the back on it. It's I didn't know that. Well, it's, it's also like Amazon, you know, they, they offer these sales, but then like they, they, uh, they kind of, they also take the hit, like these big comp- retailers take the hit themselves if they, like, like even by offering the console like a dollar cheaper, that's, that's like their way to try to cut uh, off what else people can do. So. I don't know, when the 360 and the PS3 launched, I didn't see that for like, well, okay, the PS3 had a price drop. That doesn't count. So that was but pretty quick, yeah. That was a pretty quick push up. But the 360 did, didn't have any of that stuff for a long while. And that because they had was... they had so many. They had like the well, they had the actually no, they they didn't. Have... The only place that I saw Six... had good deals are the only two places that I know has deals all the time, which is Sam's Club or Costco. That's it. Costco. Just, yeah. Well, you know, it's and it's it's because of also that you're never going to see a single SKU anymore. It's always going to be multiple models. And so I think that it, based on what people have been talking about, though, is that the PlayStation 4 may launch with just a single one, 500 gigabyte one or something like yeah. that. And the next smart. Xbox, they're talking about a set-top model, which may come later after launch, and a as you talked about those two models, the regular and the subsidized, the contract. One. Yeah, I think, well, honestly, same, at, at this point, I think it would be smarter if they just went with one SKU because... People, consumers get confused very easily, and oh, I used yeah. to work. I but used to work in retail, so I've seen I've seen plenty of this. But people don't know until you tell them what a certain thing is. So <laughs> it's, what's the difference between this box and that box? I, I was at Best Buy when the 360 came out. I worked there, and yeah, that was a nightmare. And it's also because like God, oh, or they, people like King Kong. They'll look at the cheaper version and be like, "Oh, I want that one because it's cheaper." And little do they know, it's no hard like, drive. Like no, there's really nothing. In it. it must have been hell explaining to PlayStation Three. Oh, this one not only has more gigabyte, but it's also uh, it's also not backwards compatible. Well, luckily I did work in retail in 2006, but I uh, late 2006. Hell. But Xbox, it was no hard drive versus hard drive. They didn't realize. Hey, I might need a memory card thing in order to well, yeah, control on Xbox needed, Live or something. You needed the hard drive to play like old Xbox games. You couldn't. I think you couldn't even go on Xbox Live, could you, without that? Right, hard you drive. had to have hard drive. Yeah, or the memory card thing. Yeah, back then. With the and blades. Then got, and then you got the silver disc tray if you got the premium version. It's Chrome. Yeah. <laughs> it's Chrome, just like the PlayStation Three. I missed I, mine. It's got like the Chrome with the multicolor reader. And, I agree a, with Aaron though. Having one SKU is a much smarter idea, I think, in my opinion, than having two. Because yeah, not only that, but it depends because people like if it's about the pricing models, though. Well, not not only that, but you're not producing two types of systems, and that's that's going to help a lot. But what if it's the hard drive space is different? Even well, that. I mean, that. I think with the PS4, you're going to be able to upgrade it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah with, you can't you can upgrade the PS3 one right now anyway if you if you if you want to. It's price. So. It's, it's also like the pricing wars. It's like the the Wii U could do a price cut 
like they said they aren't doing one for E3, but you could they could announce one like in October on a Nintendo Direct or something. By the way, guys, our new system it's two fifty now. You know. Well, they said actually they're still losing money on it because of the gamepad. But yeah. I think they said if they sell one game, they get a profit. But that's... I thought they, I thought a lot of the uh, them losing money had to do with the weak yen. I mean, with the weak dollar, and now that the yen and no, well, like, that no, was har- part of it, but the Wii U hardware is still make is still being sold using, at a loss. Oh, yeah. really? And if they, even is, if they make a profit, they're making a much smaller margin than they did with like the Wii, because yeah. the Wii was like a huge margin. Now it's like really shrunk to like I think they said last time it was like like ten twenty bucks if Isn't they make Wii profit. Is Wii U the only console that they've launched where they don't make a profit on the system? Oh, well, okay, other than the 3DS, other than 3DS. But no, they, but they Pretty said much. that they just have to sell a game and they get a profit, but it's still very small. They, they've said that before, that Nintendo says that if they sell a game, they make a profit, but it's really, like I said, it's a really Better small than amount. Yeah. The, the hardware is all, I mean, this happens all the damn time, though, is that the hardware sells at a loss, but it's the software that picks it up. Right, so I think it's ati- I think for Nintendo is very atypical, is what I'm in. Like for yeah. every other every other console uh, sells it at a loss, significant loss, mind you. Yeah, the but, PlayStation Three was like hundreds of dollars, like so. Yep. But okay, so let's bring it back around. What are you guys buying? We gonna buy? Uh, I guess you don't have to worry about the Wii U. I guess are you gonna are you guys gonna buy a Wii U eventually? Maybe. Um, it needs more games first. I want an Advance Wars before I decide. I mean, it specifically needs more RPGs because right now it doesn't have very many that aren't available on other platforms. Would and you, uh, would you I buy mean, it for who, Project X? Well, I would, but who knows when that's going to come out? And by the time that game comes out, hopefully the system is actually cheaper. If we can use Xenoblade as a timeline, it will come out the a year after it's announced. <laughs> I mean, well, Monado. Not here, though. It was announced as Monado, and then it came out the year after in Japan. Maybe not U.S., but for but Japan. But then it, is, the, is the Wii U still region locked? Does it matter? Yes, it's still yeah, region locked. So I guess it doesn't really matter. I don't know about you guys, but I can't read Japanese inside an RPG. It's really hard. So I can't follow that. Aaron can. In action games, it's, I, I can kind of pick it up, but yeah, Aaron probably. Well, in action and fighting games, like there's no reading. Really. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I made the mistake of importing Persona Three, and that was just a terrible. Oh, oh that was a mistake. That was really oh, dark. I didn't think about that at I all. Think I would ever want to import a Shin Megami Tensei game. No, it's really bad. No, Not I don't. I don't think even I would import an <laughs> SMT game. A lot of text. I was like, "Whoa, what the?" games. At least with Tales and you know Final Fantasy, they keep some of the same terms, and there's a lot of voice acting. Oh, yeah. so, I got by with Namco X Bandai. That went fine. <laughs> no, Namco X Bandai was that really what it was called back then? Yeah, Namco Cross Bandai. Probably Cross Bandai. That's, that's what crazy. Japan does. Crazy that now they're X company now. Oh, anyway. Yeah. So oh, was it Namco X Capcom? Oh well, whatever. That game, <laughs> that game that came out years ago. But anyway, for the PlayStation Two. So yeah. So no, sorry. not the Wii U. Not, so not the, Wii the Wii U. Simon, yeah. you own one. Uh, no, I do not own. No, one. Sorry, no, David. David. Yeah, I no. I own the Wii U. I keep. Already. I was thinking David, but I said Simon. So. Okay, so oh, you got God. that. You guys buying a PlayStation Four? Probably, I think that's my system of choice. I think yeah. it wasn't obvious enough. We're fans I think of PlayStation. <laughs> just because, I mean, the big thing for me is the Japanese support, and they've already pretty much pledged it. And if you watch the 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 meeting conference, they showed all those different developers 
up there. So, you know, I mean, the, the support's going to be there. In, Eventually, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I Microsoft's not going to get those Japanese exclusives yeah, ever again, probably. So, I mean, we'll the decision is basically set. Plus, you know, they're still probably going to have free online, and it's probably going to be region-free. So, I mean, that's, that's two the, more that's things. That's Microsoft will get bullet hell games. Oh yeah, Cave is releasing a game on a, on the Vita, I think soon. So oh, I, never mind then. All right, go. that's gone. Bye bye, Cave. Uh, but but anyway, yes. For me, it's it's always been that I follow where the RPGs go, and yeah, the developers that I follow a lot are like Nisa I mean, and like yeah, Atlas, and I mean even like even Level games. Five already said they're working on a PS4 game. So yeah. So that yeah, that's that's where I'm going. I'm going to the PlayStation because that that's where it is. But the 3DS is very interesting. That I uh, how about I, the direction? Yeah, I think I think having a, for our for the next this next generation 3DS, a Vita, and a PS4 and a PC. I think exactly. that's like that's it. Like yeah. the best setup. If you want RPGs. That seems to be the thing, but obviously it's we still got a few conferences. Well, yeah, if you still want RPGs, we still have yet to see how many. If there's going to be, there might be a ton of RPGs announced for the Wii U soon. So who knows? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I we'll don't see. Think so, I but mean, it could be. It's funny it because happen. like all these titles keep being announced for like PS3, but not the Wii U. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, poor yeah. jobs, really. But okay, so Simon, did I ask you? I don't really care, yeah. but did I ask you? Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, I think the, I think the PS4 will be my system of choice, probably for, uh, on the on the console side. Like I love Microsoft and some of their IPs, but I I haven't heard enough about the Dur- Durango or whatever crap it's called. Don't want response no. futuristic online shooter with the. Yeah, you know, I could give a crap. <laughs> I couldn't give a crap about respawn. I I do not like. I don't like, care either. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, like... I I love shooters. I do not. Enjoy some of the praise that I Vincent want. Pella and Jason yeah, was. that's true. Or who, who, one of them even left. Which one of them left? Vincent Pella, or was it, or was it Jason West? One of them left. Vincent Pella, anyway. I think left. Yeah. So like, I don't really care. I think they're hype. I think they do good games. I don't think they do excellent games. So I mean, I could I could, I could care less. Oh wait, no. I think it's actually no. It's Jason. He's got the the crazy hair. And okay. Yeah. One. Well, one Jason of them left. left. Yeah, one of yeah, them. Yeah, one of them left, and, like, people, like, it's so funny, because, like, that rumor that came out about it being the next Xbox exclusive, people were like, oh, it's going to be so big, and blah, 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 but it's, I mean, ultimately, it's <laughs> Somebody's an unproven, in trouble. <laughs> it's an unproven IP that they're going to be putting out, so who knows how it will do. I mean, look at what happened to, uh, you know, Sakaguchi putting out his games with Miss Walker, just because he made Final Fantasy didn't mean that his games were going to, like, skyrocket to the heavens. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. I wonder why Wes left. That, that's, that's what makes me curious. Uh, well, I, I think he it's... said it was family issues. Yeah, but... he said it was his family issues. He wouldn't, I don't think he left because he thought it was going the wrong direction or something. That's personal, man. I don't that's know. Personal I, just thought, problems. I just thought that was convenient. It just happened that he also had family issues at the time. So like, like, I don't know. Fuck Microsoft. I'm going. <laughs> no, it's, I, I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's uh, that kind of issue. It's, it kind of goes back around to saying about how Microsoft is going to rely on these um, to pay in, to buy into these exclusive, which is, you know, at the end of the day, we don't really, as long as the games are there, I don't care how it gets there. It's I just want to play some good games, so... I, th- I think it, it's it's really the same situation where, for me, I'm interested in what the next Xbox can do. 
I don't know if I'll buy one just because at the end of the day, I I bought a 360 at launch. Uh, Red Ring on the first day I bought it. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Oh, Did I tell you about that? Sucks. Yeah. No, I bought it home. I, I, I bought a Red Ring until two I bought years. it. I bought it on launch day. I bought it with. I rented Perfect Dark Zero. Excuse me. I went because I wouldn't buy that. Uh, I actually went home, put it in my t- uh, plugged in my TV in my bedroom, started playing Perfect Dark Zero. The first tutorial mission. The door opens. And it freezes halfway open. Oh my god! I didn't even know what it was at the time. I was like, something happened to my Xbox. (laughs) What did you do, Zach? It it overheated. No, 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 no. What? What did you after you got the red ring? What? Like, what did you? I put it in the uh, the casket and sent it out to Microsoft, and they returned it. Oh, how long was the wait? Because that sucks. It it to be fair, it was only a few days. It was Monday. I sent it out Thursday. It came back to me. So it was actually that was. I was like, I was fine, but. Once again, I didn't know it was going to end up being like the worst fail rate in like in the history of video games. You it, couldn't even go back to the store for that because the, the consoles were all sold it out. It came so with you, like the purple sheet that told you, "No, you have to return this to Microsoft. We're not going to yeah. deal with that crap." So it's like it's like that. The 360 is the worst fail rate. The Saturn is the second, and that's like 18. percent So it kind of gives you idea. Too slim, really bad. Not as no. bad. Not even close. You have to give props to Microsoft though; they recovered from that well. Like Peter Moore when he addressed saying, "Like, hey, if you're three year warranty, yeah, three year warranty." Like, and then my 360 they lost dies a lot on of the money anyway after that. the three years. They lost a lot of money doing that, but I think they earned a lot of goodwill from its consumers saying, "Like, hey, you know, we're gonna support." Show support for our really faulty system. Yeah, and I think for me at the end of the day, what it came down to is that I take a look at my 360 game collection, and what I see is a lot of games that are have better releases on the PC or like mod support, which is very important for me, or that it's multi-platform, or you get an enhanced release elsewhere, like RPGs, like Eternal Sonata and Star Ocean and all these games. Well, Star Ocean, anyway. Only so one of those. Eternal Sonata. Uh, even Bioshock got like an enhanced release on the PS3, so it's like I don't know if I really need a Xbox system if I want to for video games. For media, maybe the next Xbox is like the best, but for PlayStation, uh, I'm, I'm more about the video games. I'll stick with my PC if I want to enjoy media because yeah. a huge amount of people use a PC and I can get that. So anyway, all right. So that's uh, now that I've talked a lot about my own needs. Because I like me, uh, <laughs> that right now uh, we'll we'll end it by saying a little bit about what's going on with the site. So, right now our site has been experiencing a lot of changes. Um, we're it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that's been going on. It's gone through puberty. It's going through puberty, <laughs> but it's gonna it's gonna have some changes, and so we hope to have those up on the we hope to have those changes go live pretty soon that's why you guys probably haven't been seeing too many things like reviews and stuff like that but we're working on it and uh hopefully you guys will soon be able to see the benefits of that so yeah uh just keep in mind that that's what's going on you guys are going to see some huge things coming out of our network pretty soon to be excited about um already you know, Aaron's site, Novik Stalas, has joined our network. I mean, it joined it a long time ago, but now it's become more integrated. So we hope for a lot of things about that, too. Right, Which Aaron? that site also went under a resign. Redesign. Redesign. Yep. It's awesome. Yep. And Finally. We... <laughs> that looks great, by the yeah, way. Yeah, like, I probably went through about three different revisions, and, let, um, like, it took forever. Like, I tried to get somebody to help me 
like implement it because it was basically um like they were always just designs and never actually anything that worked and i finally was able to get this current design up and running so i'm <laughs> as you can imagine i'm super excited about that yeah yeah i've seen some really positive response from that you've been seeing that as well yeah oh definitely i mean the only thing that that i saw that was kind of like kind of, I guess, negative about it was some people were like, well, it doesn't really, like, it doesn't really say that it's, like, Final Fantasy based, and that's actually kind of the point. I wanted to get away from that fan site look, and I wanted to make it look more professional, and it I think... It needs more crystals, dude. Final Fantasy is not professional, <laughs> guys, I'm sorry. Well, I wanted it to be more professional just because of the people who, in the industry, who actually view the site, and I think that goal was definitely achieved. Yeah, it should be really exciting to see how the site grows from there because it, it seems like it kind of got... Oh, yeah, by. and I think the the first sign that it's been fantastic is that traffic has already increased, like, you know, four times, so oh. it's definitely a good thing. Oh, it's great, yeah. I yeah. hate your site, Aaron. Your, yeah. your site sucks. <laughs> I oh. hate... Why don't you talk about 13 more? Oh, God. God. That train's left. I think bored. <laughs> Yeah, so we got that, and we got some other really exciting things that we can't wait to talk, talk to you guys about. Um, just be sticking to our Twitter, um, and then you know follow the site. You know we'll we'll have those. As I said, we hope to get those changes up before E3, but no promises. We just want to make sure that we get it right and that you guys can enjoy what we've come up with. So oh, Gaming Vault. Gaming Vault also has gotten down. So soon enough, you guys are going to hear. What's come out of that? We're we're working on something there too. Um, a lot of things happened, and so right now, just just to let you know, you guys know, uh, we'll soon have a new site up. We'll talk about it. We'll point you guys in that direction. We'll make sure that we'll lose links and stuff like that. So uh, we'll talk more about that next episode. Next episode. Um, hopefully, we'll go into E3, being able to have the entire network up and sh- and uh, flashy. Yeah. And Some of us might not be alive after E3. <laughs> <laughs> Bad things do happen. I mean, that weird place in Little Tokyo. It's going to be kind of dangerous. Um, don't go to that shopping mall. Uh, so, yeah, uh, for now, we'll go ahead and sign ourselves off for now. And, uh, yeah, thanks a lot for watching, guys. Bye, Hope everybody. For our second episode. And uh, I'm going to end it right there. Guys, say goodbye. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.